Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a really long time, uh, and for those of you who are members of our community discord, you probably will recognize the voice of the guy who's about to start talking, and that is Bravd. He's a very, very good friend of mine. We've been friends in real life for a decade? Or too, more? Yeah, too long. A very long time. So welcome back to the show, man. How's it going? Uh, going good. Going good. So uh, I, I asked him to come on because he knows a lot more about Pokemon than I do, and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee have just come out and I have a couple of days experience with the game. I think that you you picked it up day one? Yes, for sure. That was a small adventure for me. I definitely picked it up day one though. What do you mean a small adventure? Uh well I went to the local Target to pick it up and um apparently uh what day did it come out on Wednesday? Um that's the so. day that's the day that they put out everything new on their shelves so the, the whole place was just packed first thing in the morning with with trolleys and stuff and they didn't have either of them out like on the shelf and everybody was busy putting stuff away so i had to track down somebody who turned out not to work in electronics who flagged down someone who did work in electronics who had no idea what the game was or why i would be looking for it uh he went and looked it wasn't there and i was like well it comes out today so, like, you know, obviously you're probably still putting it away. Um, he says, well, let me go look out back. So he takes off to go look out back, and I'm waiting. While, you know, and since we live in the future, I'm also shopping on my phone to see if there's other places nearby that might more <laughs> easily take my money. And checking to see if Target shows that it's in stock. They show that they have it, um, but obviously it's not there. Some other random supervisor kind of dude... Uh, comes by and says, somebody helping you? I said, yeah, he's looking for the new Let's Go Pikachu. Now, I have a very limited window to pick this game up and play it because it was a half day of school for my children, right? I love them very mm -hmm. much, but they steal my life. Um, so I've got to get this game and get home and play it before like 11.15, right? Uh, you know, and then they want to play it, obviously. And, and at this point, what time is it? Uh, well, let's see, the bus picks him up you know, quarter to nine. So it's 9.20, right? You know, 9.30 maybe from the walking around looking for somebody. Um, so he says, oh, it's right here. And he, he walks over to a cart full of boxes. You remember from our retail days, it's a cart full mm -hmm. of boxes that need to be opened and stuff put where it belongs. And uh, uh, he goes, yeah, here it is. He grabs it. And, he, and since it's an electronic, you know, it's an item in electronics, he's not going to hand it to me, right? Right, um, right, right. Because I might scan it. Right. I might grab it and just run away with it. Um, so he sees the guy who was helping me initially and says, hey, here's the, this guy's game. Uh, and the guy says, great, grabs it, rings it up, puts it in a bag. I pay for it and then uh, run home, run to my car and then drive home safely and uh, get home, pull it out of the bag. And it's not Let's Go Pikachu. It's Let's Go Eevee. Oh, uh, no. As you know, and as a household, we agreed we were going to get Pikachu. So now it's 10 o'clock and my children are going to get out of school at 1115 and the bus is going to bring them home anytime between then and 1130. So I mm -hmm. drive back to the target and I, you know, I, you know, still got the receipt in the bag and I, and I find the, the guy who's right near where I found him the, uh, the first time. And I go, Hey, and he, uh, he says, Hey, and he's confused. Cause man, I helped you 15 minutes ago. What are you doing? And I said, you grabbed me the wrong game. This one's let's go Evie. He doesn't know what that means. So I said, this is not the right game. It's just got a similar title. And uh, so we go back, and he's looking, and he's not seeing Pikachu, and he says, is it just a different cover, or is it really a different game? Like, he's helpful. He wants to help me, but he doesn't want to do anything that would mean he has to actually investigate this. I said, mm -hmm. no, they're different games. 
uh, you know, but the titles, the cover looks the same, and I should have checked before I left, but I really, this is not the one that I want. So he says, all right, I'm going to go look. He leaves. I'm waiting, waiting. He comes back out with a, an actual whole box, a whole brown box, and he says, just came in a drop shipment. We didn't even have it when you came initially. We, I wouldn't even have been able to give this to you. It just came in the door as I was out back looking for it. So he's apologetic, I'm understanding, because if it's a street date item, whoever's supposed to, whoever's in charge of sending stuff to stores should have had it to him yesterday, you yeah. know? And then it sits in the back with today's, with that day's date on it. So, and then I got it, I came home and I got to play for like 30 minutes or so before the, before the food needers came home and uh, mm-hmm. we had, you know, homework and stuff to do. But I've managed to put a lot of time in uh, since. Uh, so how far into the game would you say, like, number of badges that you've earned so far? Uh, well, I have three badges, which is not a ton of badges, but you know me. That's because, oh, yeah. and I've already put 30 hours into the game, um, <laughs> because my goal was get to where I could take my Pokemon Go account and connect them and start moving Pokemon onto my Switch. So anytime I thought, well, the, the, the quest wants me to go to, you know, Celadon City, I'm going to come over this way because the map shows there's a, a road. Well, that road's blocked by a, a sleeping Snorlax or a, a bush I can't cut down or whatever. Plus, I investigate every nook and cranny in RPGs, and I started investigating the catch combo mechanic and uh, I switched the Pokemon in my party, so now I need to level them up. So I'm, I'm checking to see, is it more efficient to go to a new area and level them up against trainers, or should I go and, and do catch uh, experience? So I'm 30 hours in, but a regular person who's not me, would where, you know, where I am, would probably be 20 hours in. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Um, the, the, the catch combo mechanic, this is the first time, like I've played Pokemon games before, but only kind of half-heartedly. Uh, this is the first time that I've ever really paid attention to what's happening in the game. And I I did a little research to, to understand more about the catch combo mechanic. I really like it. It's, uh, because before you, uh, messaged me that you were ready to start recording, Mm -hmm. I was basically shiny hunting. Yeah. Uh, and I, I only have one badge in the gym. I haven't gone hardly anywhere, mm-hmm. but I had watched a video on how to find shiny Pokemon. And I was like, I, you know, I've never caught a shiny Pokemon and I've played Pokemon X. I've played Pokemon Sun. I've played a little bit of Pokemon Ultra. No, I didn't play that one. And I've played Pokemon Go and I've never caught a shiny Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I've played Pokemon Yellow on my 3DS a little bit. Right. But I've never caught a shiny, and I was like, oh, I'm going to try to catch a shiny. So I sat down, and I, I found a big patch of grass, and, and I really like the way that it tells you, right now, this is your catch combo. Right now, uh, I've, I've been trying to catch a shiny Spiro. Right. My son was like, how come? I was like, I don't know. That was the one, the first one that I saw when I decided to start looking for a shiny. Spiro's, so, a, Spiro's a fine choice, too. Good early game. Pokemon, it's flying type, only has one evolution, so it's stats boost kind of early. Spirit's See, good, now this is all the stuff that I don't know. Now, like, now, I didn't know any of that. To be fair, and to be completely honest to you and your listeners, you've played more Pokemon games than I have. I really, the only <laughs> one I've played with, you know, all the way through was Pokemon Red with a Game Boy. But it was in the late '90s. It was not when the game first came out. I, I didn't have. I had a, a, you know, I didn't have a ton of consoles growing up. But I, when there's a subject that I enjoy, I remain try to remain book smart on it. And I played like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, and I've played mobile games that are Pokemon-ish. My kids watch the crap out of the cartoon, um, and I like to. I like to, well, book smart is the best way to put it. I like to be book smart on a subject. And when I play an RPG, I play an RPG. <laughs> I suck the life out of an RPG like a vampire who's, you know, who just got 
dug up or something like I'll, you know, so uh, I, I, I retain a wide breadth of mid to mid high level knowledge of something. Uh, whereas most of the time when you play through an RPG, you play through the story, right? You enjoy the story and you might enjoy yeah. the mechanics and then you're done with it and you're not going to replay it the way that I do. So. Uh, sometimes I won't even finish the story. Right. Sometimes I'll 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 get what I want out of the game, and I'll be like, I've had enough. Yeah. Or they will tell me things, and I will have read them. Well, <laughs> it's not that I've read them; it's that I've looked at all the That's words. That's right. Your eyes looked. And, at them, yeah. Yeah, my eyes looked at the words, and I'm like, okay, ready to move on. And I just don't have the attention span right. for an RPG. So when like there's complex mechanics, like the fact that you said that. Spiro's a good first pick. He only has one evolution, and right. that means his stats are higher. Like, all that stuff is completely lost on me. I had no idea about any of that. Yeah. I don't remember a time in the game where that would tell me that. It didn't. See, it, okay. So, so I got fortunate when I first started playing through Red, and I restarted a couple times, and I know I've played through it at least twice. But I don't remember like the quote-unquote story that this game has. So I'm rediscovering it now, which is nice. But the internet existed when I first mm. started playing this game. It was in its infancy, but it existed. I feel bad for the poor souls that played through Red and Blue before that because they had to rely on Nintendo Power Magazine you know, sketchy dudes at school who swore something worked this way because they had a brother who worked at Nintendo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? Uh -huh. um, and trading Pokemon between your original Game Boy was cumbersome. You had to have the cable, you know, and both people had to have their cartridges in and all that stuff. Um, so people learned by doing and then talking to their buddies, you know, and stuff like that. So, but I had the internet so you know i mean reddit didn't exist and things like that so you would just google like what pokemon are good and you get you know six or seven rando blogs or whatever um i don't even think um what gamefacts.com i don't even think existed by then to for a place for people google to collect. existed yeah well that's true that's true you would <laughs> yahoo um uh, what Pokemon? Alta Vista. Are, yeah, what Pokemon are good, and then comb through pages of possibly garbage data. Uh, mm -hmm. But eventually, once you just you get you get the idea, like all right, so I got a Charmander. He goes up to Charizard. Now his stats are better. Great. Um, and then you know, so that's the just that you know that was it. And this was largely before people knew a ton about. IVs and EVs and all those little behind the scene math things they were in there but you had to solve these formulas yourself now you can just look them up online take a screenshot or something and you know and your phone can tell you what the IV of of a of a pokemon is for you okay so okay i I was watching my buddy Richard stream yep. uh pokemon and i turned it on and because uh, I was like, I was a little curious about the game. I wasn't really interested in Pokemon Let's Go because of the things that they had changed. Mm -hmm. um, and so I saw that he had picked it up and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll watch him play it for a little bit. And I heard your voice on there and you were explaining something to him and watching you and him play to play to quote unquote together. Mm -hmm. um, made me more interested in the game and it, 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 it made me enough interested that i decided to to go ahead and buy it that day yeah. i went straight to the e-shop and picked it up i don't think and nintendo did a great job showcasing this game i don't think they did i think they were too busy showing smash because every time we saw something about let's go pikachu and eevee it was always after an hour long smash thing <laughs> right which is hey, yeah if you like smash you like smash i'm not going to tell people what to like what not to like but this game, I think, didn't get, it got short shrift. Like, everybody assumed it was going to be some kind of, uh, for casuals, you know, casuals said with the filthy in parentheses. Um, with a sneer. For, you know, for, for little baby children who didn't know what a Pokemon game was supposed to be with your mathematical calculators and things like that to, to get to, to find the ideal, um, you know, the ideal Pikachu to battle uh and uh, they made it seem like 
it was going to be lighter fare. And I was fine with lighter fare. I got little kids that love Pokemon. I figured, you know, they, they, they like to take my phone and catch Pokemon in Pokemon Go. This is a similar thing. You know, uh, it was going to be great. But then I started playing it before they did because I'm in charge of what happens in this house. Um, there you go. That's right. Uh, and it's like, well, yeah, the catching stuff is nice. And you could play it casually if you want to. And it doesn't hold your hand and really tell you where you're supposed to go next the way mm-hmm. more modern RPGs do. Um, uh, but you can battle almost as much as you want. And I think there's more trainers, random trainers on the routes to battle than there was in the original, probably because you don't have to battle the, you know, the, the wild Pokemon. So I don't so, think they did a great job showcasing what this game really is. And I, it's, it's heartening to see that people are people like you and, and, and zap and them are, are going to showcase it and people can say, Oh, it's, it's a regular Pokemon game. It's not some, it's not Pokemon light. It, it really is. The, the the thing that I think drives a lot of people away is the catch mechanic when you just find a regular Pokemon and you don't have to fight it to weaken it first. Right. And when I first uh, saw that, I was really disappointed. But having played it, especially because, like I told you earlier, I was shiny hunting this, mor- uh, this morning. And I was just sitting there. I would walk around in the field of grass. Um, I, I would see a Spearow, I'd walk up to it, I'd do the little arm movement to try and catch it, I'd catch it or not catch it, and then I'd move on and, and do it again. And I was able to get my, I think my catch combo is up to 28 or 27 right now, mm-hmm. and that would have taken a lot longer to do, and yes. it would have been a lot more tedious to right. do. Because you would have needed potions. Or you right. would need to go all the way back to a Pokemon Center and then go back to where you were, right? Mm-hmm. And and it would have been random battles in between to get back to where, you know, where the Spearows populate, right? Mm-hmm. And if the and if the if the catch combo mechanic was in an original style Pokemon game, you'd have to run from everything, you know that randomly interrupted you just walking back to route four or whatever, you know, so that the, the catch combo mechanic wouldn't work very well in a random battle. Every Pokemon that pops up and interrupts where you're going type game. Right. Cause you couldn't dodge well, the Nidoran, you know, to, right. Well, even, I mean, even if you do dodge them, you can run away and it doesn't affect your combo. Right. But, I feel like they've they've taken something that could have been really tedious and streamlined it in a way that I found really surprising. How do you, as as somebody who has you know actually completed a Pokemon game, are you a fan of the catch mechanic in this in this version? Yes, I I like the catch mechanic. I think and I hope when they do another one of these, they could they could streamline the actual button pushing mechanic part of it but the mechanic itself i like that it's a separate way to catch a pokemon than it is to battle i i do i i am enjoying it i can i can be watching if i'm now i don't shiny hunt so much as i iv hunt which is the same thing once your catch combo goes up high enough um the the pokemon of that type that appear are more likely to have two three four five perfect or, or great IVs. So their, their attacks, their defense and whatnot, you're getting better Spearows, the more Spearows in a row that you catch. And oh, then, okay. so once, so once you finally get your shiny, it will probably also have very good stats. So you're more likely to use the shiny that you just got in a battle. Cause it won't mm-hmm. be a crappy Spearow. It'll be a good one. And even if you don't, the six Spearows that you caught right before it probably are. And then you can transfer the rest or trade them or whatever. So I IV hunt. Like if there's one I decide I'm going to get, most recently Nidoran, actually. I I got myself a great Nidoran. um, And uh, I just sat somewhere where they populated, caught them just like you did. And that's something that I can do while listening to a podcast, watching a TV show, Right, where yeah, if yeah it's I very had, mindless, but also relaxing. That's right. Yes, I like it very much. Um, 
And if, if I had to battle each Nidoran as it came, I'd be less likely to have the patience to do that, to sit there and get my combo up to 40, 50, 60, 111 is where I think it tops out, you know, at the best kind of stuff appearing. If, you know, because, you know, I wouldn't have the potions for it. I'd have to keep going all the way back. I like, I like that it's separate. I reach a trainer, I battle. And then when I, after I'm done battling, if I want to go catch something else, I can just go catch something. It's nice that it's two different activities. Yeah, it really kind of breaks up the game so that you're not always doing the same thing the entire time. I will say this, though. I can't stand the fact that I have to fling my arm around. I really wish I could just push a button. And I know I could take it out of the dock and not play it on the TV. And sometimes I do that. <laughs> But at the end of the day, I mean, how hard would it have been to allow me to hit the A button to f throw the ball? You yeah. know what I mean? It, does that bother you at all? It, it doesn't bother me, but I, I agree. It's something that clearly is possible and easily so. You know what I mean? Like lifting, mm -hmm. the, lifting the, the switch out of the dock doesn't fundamentally change the machine or the programming that you're using yes you could you could set that if it you know I, I don't know if i would want it to be something that you would have to switch like on a case-by-case -case basis like if you i would it, just want to be able to do both yeah like if you go into the you know in the settings or whatever and switched it that would be fine to me yeah and that I might wouldn't be even want to go into settings i would just want to be like if I decide to hit the button, then I can hit the button. If I decide to throw my arm oh, forward, then I, I can throw my arm forward. And I think I that would work fine. I don't need to shut off motion controls in order to have a button press actually do the same thing. Especially because sometimes I go to throw the Pokeball and it goes like way off to the side. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense because I threw my arm in a straight motion. Are you throwing overhand or underhand? Uh, so my, my son and I sat down and we were playing together, which, um, is, is awesome. really cool. I yeah. love that. There's, there's some things that I want to talk about there, but it's cool. Uh, we were playing together and he was doing overhand and I do underhand and I, I try both ways and I find that I am much more accurate when I do underhand than when I do overhand. Same. But he, he prefers overhand. He does not like doing it underhand at all. Yeah. I did it overhand for a very long time until I realized you could do it underhand. Like it doesn't, the game does not teach you. The game does not even teach you that you can throw it from left to right or right to left for when Pokemon are hopping around and stuff. You have to just sort of figure out what you can do. You can yeah. throw a diagonal and stuff like that. Um, they could have used uh, a tutorial or two um, for the throwing mechanic, uh, but. Otherwise, I like to throw underhand. Um, it, it's, it's, it seems more accurate to me, and it seems it's easier. I don't have to lift my arm up and down so many times when I'm, mm -hmm. you know, catching 65 Weedles in a row. <laughs> right, right. All right, so let's, let's take a second, because we already mentioned it once. Playing as a two-player game, this is the first time that Pokemon has been a multiplayer affair other than trading or battling. Mm -hmm. Um what are your thoughts on it? Uh, we did. I did a little bit, um, and I think it's well implemented, and it's very cool. Um, my daughter is small; she's five. Uh, there's only a few Switch games that we own that she can sort of handle on her own. You mm -hmm. know, just she just doesn't have the reaction time, and her hands are small, and you know stuff like that. But she can pick up a Joy-Con, and she can she can throw the ball. So we had a, we had a lot of fun. Um, you get your, you know, for people that don't know when you're playing, you're you generally, you're just holding one joy con. If you're playing docked, you hold one joy con and the joystick and the buttons you use whatever. Um, and if somebody else picks up another joy con, all they have to do is just shake that joy con and another trainer drops in out of nowhere with and then uh, one of your Pokemon in your party is following them, so mm -hmm. they don't—they're not—you know—they're not bringing in their their trainer from another account or anything. They're just using your stuff, 
your items, your Pokeballs, your Pokemon, and they just they they can follow around and they can instigate battles and and catch Pokemon. And then can they instigate battles? Because I don't know, think they can. Okay. Well, I don't know. I honestly don't know if they can. I guess I just assumed. Um, okay. No, they can't. They can't they interact can't. with anything. Okay. Well, that's cool. Actually, I kind of like that, especially since it's you know my my kid that's going to be doing it. Yeah, five year old um, can really yeah. screw some things up. Right. They could. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when and then when the catch comes up when the catch screen comes up there's two little pokeballs bouncing as if someone is tossing it and getting ready to juggle um and so we had a lot of fun counting down okay get ready to throw at the same time three two one go and we would throw together and the balls arc and actually uh i don't know if you and um DK uh, did this, but if both balls hit at the same time, like exactly, there's like a cool like combining Pokeball mechanic, like they swirl around each other, and um, you can't see me, but I'm describing it perfectly with my hands, and uh, <laughs> and that and that you know, and then the Pokemon gets caught or doesn't or breaks free or whatever. So it's you feel like you're helping. She felt like she was helping, and I. I haven't investigated the math or whatever, but I think they are helping. I because we uh, like a rare chancy popped up because we were catching something and I said so let's get the chancy, so we went and got it and threw it at the same time. And chancy had a red, a red catching circle because it was early in the game. I didn't have anything better than a great ball um, mm-hmm. and only a few berries, you know, um, and it still had a red circle. And but we managed to hit it at the same time in the cool swirly McWhirly mechanic happened and then we caught the chancy in one try so it feels like it was helpful um uh, i can see how it might be also helpful if it's like a zubat or someone that just won't hold still you can have two people throwing and then you know and then if it dodges left this guy gets it if it dodges right this person gets it um so that part was was very fun and uh, possibly mechanically beneficial as well. Yeah, I definitely think that that part is good. My my problem with the multiplayer aspect is that, and and I thought that my son was being ridiculous at first because I I was player one and he picked up the Joy-Con and joined me, and uh, as what what ended up happening is he, he kept he just couldn't keep up with me or something like his character felt slow and it and I was like well it's okay buddy we'll figure it out and then you know he 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 wanted to take over the main character so I let him take over the main character and I grabbed the other Joy-Con and I'm trying to keep up with him and because the camera is following the other character and you don't know where that camera is going to go at any particular time it's I found it like, oh my God, it's frustrating to try and keep up with him. So basically in the overworld, I ended up just letting him go wherever he wanted. And then I would help him to try and catch stuff afterwards. I I felt like it would have been better with a split screen. Uh, But then some people might say, well, then, you know, you're arguing with somebody to get them to come over to you. I think that, you know, add in the split screen and then make a button where a person could just push a button and it zips the player two over to player one so that they can continue right. on with whatever it is that they're going to do. But, but if the I player... do agree with you that yeah. it's it's fairly well implemented for the most part. Yeah. But if the player two can't instigate trainer battles or or catches, having them be able to to walk around on their own doesn't seem super important, right? Right. But I could tell that he was getting frustrated because he wanted to go a direction mm-hmm. and it kept zipping him back over the other way. Oh, I see. Right. Because because the camera doesn't follow right. you. That's right. Um, so if, if it was split screen and they had their own camera, then it's mm-hmm. a lot easier to control. Even if they're just trying to go the same direction that I am, right. I just think that there's, there's definitely a problem there. And right. uh, hopefully something that they can adjust when uh, Gen 8 comes out next year or at the end of next year. Right. Yeah. Now, the battles, two-player battles, also very fun. Did you guys battle trainers? Uh, we did. When you were two-player? Well, wait, wait, wait. Yes, yes, we did. Um, yeah. So real quick, for those of you who haven't played it, it's got this cool... Um, it, it Basically, you just take turns. So 
Um, I pick my ability, he picks his ability, and then the enemy obviously is picking their ability at the same time. Um, whoever's got the highest speed stat starts going first, and then it shows all of the different things that are supposed to happen in order. I thought it was really cool battling with somebody else, but playing against the the computer, mm-hmm. they almost always had just one Pokemon out, and we had two, so I felt like we were cheating, almost. You know, okay, so yeah, see, now when we battled... Uh, and I don't recall where we were or what. Maybe maybe we were battling Jesse and James, Team Rocket, which brings out two Pokemon versus two of yours in the scripted battles because it was my two, our two, versus a computer two. So maybe we just got fortunate. I just assumed, well, okay, all right. So here's some testing that we need to do. Some trainers have more than one Pokemon, and they just you fight them in sequence, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you go against one of those trainers as two-player co-op, do their first two Pokemon come out and you battle them? Yeah, I don't know. And the only reason I don't know is because uh, when me and my son were playing together, we were very early in the game, so right. everybody's got just one Pokemon. Just one. Yeah. Okay, so that's something that's something for us to to test because I was for you know I was further in uh, because I have a tendency to play until too late and then fall asleep and then wake up and then play like Brody and Mallrats. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, so I bet that's what it was. I, I bet you that's the difference. Is so if it had been just me, I would have been facing you know super nerd Carlos or whoever. And uh, he had, you know, three electric type Pokemon lined up waiting. And I would have battled them one at a time against my single Pokemon at a time. But my daughter was playing. So then it was two against two. I bet that's it. Well, only time will tell. And if you're listening to this right now and you know the answer, you can, of course, let us know. Uh, Runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can tweet at me at run jump stomp you can call and leave a voicemail at 260-786-5867 or you can join our community discord and tell bo- both bravd and myself how wrong we are about that's things. that's true i'm ready to be wrong he i try not to, to do wrong. i try not to do a ton of like deep diving research on a game until i'm really far in so that i mm-hmm. don't spoil something for myself I might, if I'm looking for, you know, if I'm looking for an Ekans, I might do a quick Google, good place to find an Ekans. But actually, this game, and I don't recall this um, in the original, this game, when you go into your uh, Pokedex, you can press A or whatever uh, and find uh, the habitat, and it will bring up your map, and then it will mark on the map where those Pokemon are likely to spawn. Um so and it even did that for me for Pokemon that I have not caught but have only battled. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. One thing that I, I there's a lot of quality of life things uh, changes that they made to mm-hmm. the game uh, that I think are fantastic. Like you don't have to go to a computer anymore in order to <laughs> switch up your team. Yeah, which I think is awesome. Yeah, it, it it makes the game so much more accessible because what would always happen to me is in the other ones is I would I would just leave the same team all the time because I couldn't be bothered to go to a computer. Exactly. I, I don't care about the story in these games at all. I find them to be dull. Uh, I know that they're not for me, and that's fine. I just ignore the story. My job is just to try and complete the Pokedex or get as close as I can until something shiny distracts me. Right. So... Uh, the idea that I would I, I would never bother to go to town for anything other than uh, to heal my Pokemon or to buy stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I would just always use the same Pokemon over and over and over. And that would, of course, become a self-fulfilling prophecy because they would be super high level. Right. And I would need super high level Pokemon in my in my um, in my group in order to catch them. I would need to have a certain Pokemon in my group so that they would have the fake attack that leaves everybody with one point. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, um, I don't remember but, either. 
false swipe. So you would you yeah. would always want to have somebody with false swipe. And the fact that I don't have to battle to capture him, capture him now yeah. means I can I, I can grab a bunch of level one Pokemon that I've caught uh, that I've never used and just start leveling them up by shiny hunting or in your case by IV hunting IV hunting yep yeah I think that uh, the quality of life stuff that they've added did I miss anything for quality of life stuff um uh that that's the biggest one that's the biggest one um I'm trying to I guess uh I feel like they could have gone a little further. So they basically, they said, we're going to take this RPG from the past. We're going to use our time machine and we're going to bring it forward. And then we're going to use our future RPG technology to fancy it up. I feel like they could have moved it forward in time a little further. Because there is a ton of button pushes to do some relatively simple things. Um, when Especially with the candies the way we're using candies and stuff in this game so i go into my party right that's x and then to and left and then party a and then i move to the pokemon that i want and i look at my my um, ivysaur and i say i look at his stats and i say okay so he needs i feel like he's lacking in speed he does good in defense or whatever but he's just going so dang slow so now i want to use a bunch of speed candies which i have in my candy bag right so are these permanent upgrades or are they yes. no, can't can, candies are permanent upgrades okay that, candies can't for people that do know what they are the candies in this game are used in lieu of evs um so they're they are permanent you use them and raise that stat permanently i cannot from that screen where i'm looking at that access my candy bag and use them that's the perfect that's where i want them instead right, right. i have to press b b <laughs> b then go to my candy bag then find then find my um uh you know speed candy and then use that which now thankfully then that brings up as an overlay my current party okay it mm. does not bring up my pokemon box uh, which I'll talk about in a second. It brings up my current party, and then I can use those candies as I see fit, and then I can go nuts from there. Now, if I want to use uh, a candy or an evolution stone on a Pokemon that's in my Pokemon bag, now admittedly, don't we don't have to go to a computer anymore to access your Pokemon bag. That's awesome. But it won't let me use it on something that's in my bag. It has to be something that's in my... Um, party so i just want to complete my pokedex and i want a vulpix right oh i want a nine tails so i'm going to go to my vulpix and i'm going to give it a firestone that's the way it works okay, okay. but i don't want to use vulpix i'm not interested in using vulpix i just need a nine tails to fill that spot i can't select firestone from my power-up bag and then and then have it bring up my Pokemon bag and evolve the evolve the Vulpix to a Ninetales and then I'm done. Instead you have to put them into your party and I, then do I, it? I have to go yeah. into my Pokemon bag, find the Vulpix, click add to party, replace someone that I care about, okay? Mm-hmm. And then and then B, 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 back to the, <laughs> my, my bag, right? All right. And then use that and then I reverse all that stuff to put you know charmander or whoever back into my party because that's who i want to get experience for and use to fight and whatever and then when i'm all done and i'm 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 six screens in and i want to just go back to the map and start running around again there's no single button you can't just press start or plus or x to go to close everything it's b b b b b (laughs) and then i'm back right so they did a great job futuring this thing up, but they should have just gone like four years further in RPG, the RPG timeline, um, which these are all things that do not reduce my enjoyment of the game. Uh, but they are things that should they do another one in this style again, I hope they do, uh, they can easily address. 
I press X to bring that thing up. I use my A and B buttons to move through my menus. I press X to close everything all at once, and I'm back on Route 6, running and catching Pokemon. That sounds that would be that perfect. sounds like an improvement that would that that everybody would welcome. I think. All right, so let's talk about something uh, that is certainly related to what we're talking about, but uh, not about the game itself. I think we've pretty much summed up the game overall pretty well. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about for the game itself before we move on to the Pokeball Plus? No, um, I don't think so. I, I mean, other than saying, like, I think the way that they're integrating it into Pokemon Go is very cool. Uh, yeah, anyone, can you talk yeah. about that real quick? Because I haven't sure. done it yet. Yeah, so Pokemon Go is the mobile game on your on your um, smartphone. Uh, the catch mechanic that we use, we're using now in Let's Go came from the mobile game where you swing, you know, throw the ball with your finger to catch whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and you catch Pokemon like crazy on your phone, just like you're doing here. You just catch as many Bulbasaurs as you can, and then you can transfer them to get candy uh, to kind of power up the ones that you like. They have the moves that you want or have good stats or whatever. Um, so uh, in Let's Go, eventually, about I'd say about 20 hours in for a regular person, 35 hours in for me, uh, you'll you'll reach a city where there's a safari, some kind of Pokemon safari, and you when you go in there, that's where you can connect through Bluetooth your Switch to your to your phone, okay. and you can then transfer Pokemon from your phone to the safari zone, and then they're there for you to look around. You can just run around and look at them. There's many games that you, if you have like 20, 25 or 30 of, of, a, of a same type of Pokemon in a Safari Zone, then it unlocks um, a, a mini game that you can play with those Pokemon mm. where you're, you're chasing them around and try to, you're trying to lead them Pikmin style to a <laughs> safe zone. And there's other Pokemon like Diglets or Rhyhorns or something trying to crash into them and knock them away from you. So you're trying to, you're trying to, and they don't run as fast as you. So you got to slowly lead them to the safe area away from these charging other Pokemon. And if you get enough of them in a certain time period, um, then you earn candies, strength candies or speed candies or whatever. So another fun diversion and another way to power up your Pokemon uh, without relying on EVs. So can you like what they don't end up in your Pokemon box, right? They certainly can. That's the other thing you can do. So I mostly what I wanted to get there was so I could fill in my Pokedex, especially with uh, Pokemon that I can't catch in Let's Go Pikachu because they're specific. Uh, Let's Go Eevee has them, and and I you know and, and I have ones that the Eevee game doesn't have, but I have some on my phone from catching you know for years. So you can I transfer them to the safari zone and then you can just walk up to one at the in the safari zone the go the go park uh, I've been calling it the wrong thing the go park and then you just click hit a and one of your choices is catch and then you just use your regular catching mechanic oh, okay. to catch it now the difference is if it runs away it doesn't vanish it's still yours you can just find it again catch it again but if it's a rare one or a powerful one then you might have to use a ton of ultra balls to catch it but then it's yours, and the stats adjust to be correct for your Switch game versus the way they use stats in um, in Pokemon Go, uh, and then it's yours. Now, you can't put it back in to the Go Park afterwards, and you can't move things from from your Switch game to your phone. It's one way. All right. But what, what you get you get a benefit to your Let's Go or to your Pokemon Go game where there's uh, a new Pokemon called Meltan uh, and you get an item that works like a lure in your in your phone game that makes Meltan appear for a little while. 30 minutes is generally what stuff lasts in that game. And then you can catch that Meltan. So you, there's a benefit. You can, you're, you're benefiting your, your mobile game 
and you're all and you can also benefit yourself in your switch game it's very it's very cool how it works awesome one of the accessories when pokemon go first came out was this uh, little wristband thing i can't remember exactly what it's called i never bought one my son wanted it's one a, it's called a go plus go plus and it's kind of been upgraded with the my phone's going off <laughs> sorry about that uh it's kind of been upgraded with the pokeball plus which can connect both to your phone and your switch and can be used as a controller did you uh end up getting the the, the ball controller no i did not I, I very very vaguely considered it um corner case corner use case um controllers they don't interest me that much because eventually yeah. they just become dust catchers in my experience and and i'm with you on this the, the, my only question is when you buy this it comes with mew and right. i believe that mew is exclusive to this so does that count as not completing your pokedex without having mew um okay so you know, I don't know. Um, it wouldn't be the first time that a new Pokemon or a special Pokemon uh, added to the Pokedex. So if you think of the Pokedex like a um, like your your chart of elements, it the, the, the known existing elements are labeled on your mm-hmm. on the side of your classroom wall. If somebody invented a new stable one next week, Tony Stark. Tony Stark invented a new stable one next week uh, using, use, you know, using a, a blueprint from his father. And Captain um, America's shield. Captain America, uh, prototype Captain America's shield. That was perfect. Um, uh, you would just put a post-it note and you would stick it to the end of that, you know, of that uh, right. uh, table of elements. Um, and then, uh, and then it was complete before. And it's now it's complete. Now you've just added to it. The, the Pokedex works like that. So I don't know. Uh, what I, I guess what we would have to do is open the game up right now and look up online which Pokedex number Mew is, because they all have a assigned number, uh, and see if there is an empty spot labeled with that number. As in the original red and blue and then yellow, Mew was something you could catch in the game. I do not recall if it was hard or that you only had some of them. You only had one try, and if you failed, you just failed unless you reloaded your game or whatever. Um, so he was it was he was a challenge. He was a special sort of reward, um, and I don't recall if he was listed in an empty if there was an empty Pokedex listing until you found him. Or if he got tacked on after you found him, like a surprise. Well, I did what you said. I Googled it. Yeah. And it said Mew's number in the National Pokedex is 151, the last okay. of the first generation Pokemon. And I have my Switch here in front of me. And I, I'm looking at the Pokedex. This is the first time I actually opened the Pokedex. <laughs> and I scrolled through. And the highest number, I think, is one. Yeah, the highest number is 133, which is okay. very odd because I know that there's 150 in there. So maybe okay. there's only 133 in the Pokedex. Nope. I got the answer for you. I know. I know why. I know where you're missing. Where your missing listings are coming from. The Alolan versions of Gen One Pokemon. Uh, there was Pokemon Sun and Moon came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do not recall when or anything like that. And one of the th- one of the things that that game featured was new forms new new versions of regular gen 1 pokemon so you get a, an executor that has crazy tall uh neck that's the one that they showcase i think the most so it looks like a huge giraffe neck yeah most of executor. you have probably seen the rattata with the mustache Mu- yep 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 fancy mustache rattata um so uh those ones will will do exactly what I was describing. So you get yourself a, a Vulpix, that's an Alolan version. He's an ice he's an ice uh, Pokemon instead of fire. So he's white colored. And he'll he'll slot into one of those missing numbers between whatever you said, one thirty four and one fifty one. He'll slot into there. So you can complete the 
Pokédex in mm-hmm. your game. But the original game like. had 151 Pokémon in it. I'm I'm going to trust you on that. I do not recall. I I am 99% sure that the original game had 151, so perhaps the Pokédex is considered complete when you get up to 132 and then anything after that is bonus. I Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Well, yeah, cuz then there's the um legendary Pokémon. Right. which uh, which obviously need a Pokedex listing. Um, so they'll they'll slot into a, a missing spot as well. I'm pretty uh, you know I'm sure it'll take me another 60 hours to get to that <laughs> in the game because I'll investigate every corner. Right. Well, I think that we have tackled uh, this pretty well, but before we wrap things up, uh, the reason that we brought this up, is I just wanted to do a quick PSA. Uh, Someone dropped this into our community Discord uh, this morning, and it's a story from Nintendo Life, and it says that Mew, which comes with uh, the Pokeball, uh, don't delete your save. Because if you get the Pokeball, and then you unlock Mew on your your Switch, and uh, then you delete your save, that Mew is gone, it's you've let it out of the pokeball and you're never going to get it back it's a one-time thing this is the exact quote it says mew can only be transferred one time into one copy of pokemon let's go pikachu or pokemon let's go eevee once it has been transferred to a game it will no longer be available on the pokeball plus to transfer again to a different game deleting a save file with mew on it will also delete mew if you have deleted a game with mew you will not be able to get Mew a second time on a new game from the same Pokeball Plus. Now, this wouldn't bother me so much, except that Pokemon does not use cloud saves. So the Nintendo Switch uh, firmware 6.0, when it came out, it got us cloud saves, which was something that a lot of people wanted. Nintendo finally came through on... Uh, technology that's been around for a better part of five, six years, I think. And they they gave us the, exactly what we asked for, but not in Pokemon. And the reasoning that they said is because they don't want people to uh, reload a save because they didn't get the IV that they want, or reload a save because this happened, or trade with somebody and then reload a save and get their their yeah, Pokemon the, back. The, the trades is the real reason. Back in the OG... Game Boy brick. If you could time it exactly right, you could trade something with someone and then unplug that cable, and they would have gotten it and you would have kept it. Which not a huge deal back in the original, you know. But you know, uh, these days that kind of that kind of whatever you call it, save scumming and stuff like that, that's not something that they're interested in, especially not an item that they're trying to to get for 60 bucks get 60 bucks for mm-hmm. that's the real um, that's the real reason this this not reloading because you don't get the IV. that's garbage because that's what the combo that's what the catch combo is yeah i didn't get the IV i wanted so i catch six more my catch combo goes up now everyone that i'm catching is better so that's not the real reason it's the this they didn't want one person to buy their pokeball plus get Mew, and then give it to 25 friends. And, and I, co- I totally get that, but what they should do is, I, I don't know. For me, I guess that the solution would be to make Mew untradeable and you mm-hmm. give us cloud backups. Um, because yeah. once, like, I feel like once I possess that, um, that character on my account, it should be bound to my account so yep. that I always have it because if I drop my switch and it stops working then I've just lost not only all those pokemon but the $50 that I spent right. on this ball which yeah. let's be honest most people are not buying that thing because they want to play right using the, the ball they're they're they playing want. it because they want to have mew and i understand nintendo wants to monetize those people who are fanatics for uh completionists but 
in my opinion, I think that this is the wrong way to go about it. Yeah. So, you know, I play all the Lego games, and when I get a new character, it's DLC. And I, because I'm a super crazy nerd, if I'm going to replay a game, I will delete my first save so that I can't fall back on that one, and I will start from the beginning. I have to now, because I do not have a completed game any longer. And I can re-download the DLC, and all the characters that I paid for, they're right there waiting for me again, because I paid for them. They're mine. And it's easy. It's easy to do. And this would have been easy, too. And I know, and and marking something not tradable, that's easy to do, too. Because only... Only certain, only certain Gen One Pokemon and my, in my Pokemon Go mobile game can be transferred into the game, and they just don't show up as available to be transferred. It that's easy to do, and it, there's already existing programming in the game for that. Yeah, I think it's a huge mistake on the part of Nintendo and Game Freak and the Pokemon Company and the. I don't know. I think there's probably three or four other companies that that actually yeah. put Pokemon together, but it's Bush League, man. This is this is you know we live in the future. <laughs> Bush League in the future. Well, uh, we were also going to talk about the ridiculous Black Friday deals that um, that are out right now, but uh, we we are already at 56 minutes and uh, it's going long. Well, you know what? To hell with it. Some people are probably riding in their car right now because we're recording this on Wednesday and tomorrow is Thursday, Thanksgiving here in the U.S. And you're probably driving and you want to listen to something while you're going. And and why not listen to Bill and Brav to talk about the games that are on sale for the Nintendo Switch or on the eShop. So let's let's do that really quickly. Yep, I don't know anything about them. Okay, so uh, you let me know. Uh, if uh, something is piquing your interest, okay? Yep. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is 30% off. Uh, FIFA 19 is 40% off. Starlink Battle for Atlas Deluxe Edition is 25% off. I just saw that on Amazon for, I think it was 60 bucks, and it and it, came, it was the starter edition with the Star Fox stuff, so mm-hmm. I would check that out on Amazon. Uh, let's see. The digital edition of the same game is also 25% off. Snipper Clips. Have you played Snipper Clips? Uh, we played the demo back when we first got the Switch. Um, it definitely, it's something that my wife and I would play together, given Fif- the opportunity. 50% off right now. And what um, does that put it at? Uh, it doesn't say uh, okay. without opening it up, but I, I would say very cheap because that game's not too expensive. Uh, Doom is 50% off. NBA 2K19 is 50% off, but that could mean anything because that has so many different SKUs that it's insane. You've got the Gold <laughs> Edition, the Anniversary Edition, the Cartwheel Edition, who knows. Uh, Elder Scrolls Skyrim, 50% off. That's a That's a hell of a deal. If you're looking for a mountain of gameplay time, then Skyrim, if if you've not played it, pick it up for fifty percent off. That's a steal. I love that game. Yep. Uh, you are a huge Dragon Ball fighter or Dragon Ball Z fan. Am I correct? Yeah. I you know I don't play fighting games, but you slap Dragon Ball Z on it, and I'll spend money on it. I don't well, know what the deal is. Thirty percent off for Dragon Ball Fighter Z right now. Nice. Okay. Nice. Is your wallet still in your back pocket? Yeah, I just bought Let's Go Pikachu. So, oh, so you have to hold off. Put away for bad. a little while, yep. Uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen Pocket Edition is 35% off. You could pick up mm-hmm. Dead Cells for 20% off. Fantastic Metroidvania-style game with roguelike elements. Uh, if you're looking for a game that is more along the lines of super uh, pixel-perfect platforming, then Celeste is on sale for 20% off. Uh, I'm going to say this nice and quiet so my son doesn't ask me to buy this for him. Um, Undertale is on sale for 15% off on the Nintendo Switch eShop right now. Okay, I said that quiet so he wouldn't hear me because he loves that game. Uh, You've played this game, South Park Stick of Truth. Do you love it? Yes, of course. I've played it several times. Should people buy it at 50% off? They should buy it at 50% off and then play it when their children are at school or sleeping. There you go. Uh, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate is 25% off. I adore that game. So much fun. I really didn't think that I was going to, uh, but watching people play it got me hooked on it, and I I have probably 50 hours in Monster Hunter. 
and I've just scratched the surface, I'm sure. Uh, just Dance 2019, 30% off. I know that Bravd is going to run out and buy that right now. <laughs> uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle Gold Edition. You're Go a big fan it. of that game. I, man, I, I have actually recently been playing the DLC. I, I was busy when the DLC came out, and I got back into it, jumped right back into it. Still super duper fun. What, what do you think would be like the the if you didn't already own the game? And yep. you thought, well, sixty bucks is too much. What percent off would make you run out the door? Um, forty bucks. Forty bucks would be a no-brainer. Less than that, then uh, less than that would be even better. Forty bucks, I'd buy it. That game is sixty percent off. Buy it. Yeah. If you're listening 60. to this right now, go home and buy it. Sixty percent off is a pretty crazy discount. Yeah. Uh, Okami HD. A lot of people say that is a Zelda game, basically. Uh, that's twenty five percent off. Sonic Mania. Oh my God, that is such a great game. Twenty five percent off. If you haven't played Sonic Mania, you are missing out. A fantastic two D platformer that feels like the old Sonic games and nothing like the new ones. Uh, La Noir is fifty percent off. Bastion uh, is twenty percent off. We've got the Messenger, thirty uh, percent off. Inside thirty five. Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. That's actually three games, 35% off. Hyperlight Drifter. I did a first look of that on my YouTube channel. That's 20% off. Uh, let's see. Attack on Titan 2 is 40% off. Oh, here we go. Have you played Darkest Dungeon? Are you still there? No. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm oh, thinking. Okay. That That's my thinking sound. Uh, oh, okay. No, I don't think so. All right, Darkest Dungeon is really, really good. Uh, that is 20% off right now, and it is this uh, very hardcore, extremely difficult um, RPG. You would love it, and that's yeah. 20% off right now. Um, the list is... I, I've scrolled four, I got two. four more I times. Got two. I got two that you missed that I want to make sure people hear about. Just say them, because uh, I'm running out of time here. Le- Lego Harry Potter Collection which is two Lego Harry Potter games all the years, one through four and then five through seven. Lego games are amazing. Uh, 50% off, $24.99. And then if, if you love adventure games or puzzle games and stuff like that, Violet, which is one that came out on Steam years ago, that's very good, 90% off, $0.99 cents from what? $10. Oh, my God. That's it. Yeah. I'm not even yeah, interested, even, and I'll probably buy it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. That's good. So those are the two that I spotted that immediately jumped out at me. Uh, here, I'm just going to tell you the ones that uh, that I think are awesome. I'm not going to list the rest of them because there's just too many here. Uh, Disgaea 5 Complete. I've heard amazing things about that game. It's 25% off. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles 4 is an awesome game. That's 50% off. This is a this is a steal. The games that are on here, West of Loathing. I know you're a fan of that. One. <laughs> how much? What's the discount on that? <laughs> this is too funny. Eleven percent. What the hell 11, is that? Yes, there's so the the the. If you enjoy any kind of humor, absurdist humor, anything like that, if you ever played the old Kingdom of Loathing game online, West of Loathing. So funny and a very good RPG. They did not sacrifice anything. So funny. That's another one that you should just buy because I said it. He says so, guys. And what are you waiting for? Blaster Master Zero is 50% off. One of the first games that I bought on the Nintendo Switch, and I absolutely adore that game. The rest of this list is 3DS games, and I'm not going to talk about those because I'm, I'm done with the 3DS. But, man... There's so much, and I'm gonna put this list in the show notes so that you can um, you can look through it yourself. And uh, you know, it's now is a good time to be buying video games. I know that Smash is on its way around the corner, and everybody's absorbed with Pokemon right now. But these are a lot of uh, games from third-party small developers, and they deserve your support for making fantastic games. And right now, they are selling at a really, really good price. Uh, Bravd, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking to me and about Pokemon and giving somebody, uh, giving people something to listen to on their long drive across the across the snowy wasteland that we call yeah. uh, most of America right now. It seems yep. like. Don't worry, spring's only seven months away. <laughs> oh, that makes me so sad. All right, we're out of here. Thanks, man. Bye.
Yep.